we are going to be getting into the nitty gritty about planning and saving time while you are planning for next semester. Now we do kind of have like a series of a few episodes that are coming your way. And in case you missed last week's episode or episode 113, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that because we're going to be referring to it and the reflection and what happened last semester that we're building upon that was mentioned last episode. So I'm Kristen Masick. I'm your CTE teacher coach, and we are going to be planning out your next semester, saving you a ton of time so that you can get things done during your contract hours. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. Diving right in, we are going to be talking about what is going to save you the most time when planning for next semester. My number one tip is to use some sort of planning template or framework that is going to be repeatable that will be something that just becomes a habit and is natural for you to really get your skeleton or your course content like curriculum map I'll figure it out and then you kind of have those bones and then you can like fill in the meat and I have no idea if that actually makes sense when it comes to anatomy and physiology, but we're gonna go with it. So I like to start with a framework that has used, been used over and over again, and so I'm going to give you mine free, and it is my course planning cheat sheet. I'm going to include the link in the show notes, but you can also get to it at kristenmasick.com forward slash semester. And what that does is it really breaks down and has you think about how many days you have to teach concepts, what your standards and strands are and how to kind of like figure it out, how many days it might take to spend on certain concepts and really like kind of give you that bird's eye view of how long something is going to take or that you want to take. And it works for if you're teaching something new, but then it can also work in conjunction with last semester. So if you're repeating a class from last semester, or if you're teaching a year long class and you haven't really like come up with a curriculum map that's working, then it will work for really anywhere you are in your planning process. So it is a simple framework that kind of walks you through like step by step. It comes with a checklist so that you can know, do this first, then do this, then do this, so that you can really like have a solid plan for moving forward. So then today we're going to be talking about kind of like that meat part. So once you have figured out your standards and your units and that you've created a scope and sequence and you know about how long it will be taking or that you want to be spending on particular parts of your course, you are going to be looking at things that are going well. And remember, this is referencing 
the episode 113. So the four simple teacher reflection questions to ask at the end of the year or the end of the semester. So this is really where we're going to tie that all in because to really save you time, we want to rinse and repeat or recycle any things that worked well. Now, I do want to say that there are different types of things that can work well. So they can be actual units or lessons that went really well, but it could also be how you delivered those. So you can use your student data to see how your students were successful. Were they successful? Were they not successful? Do they grasp certain concepts? So it could be the strands and standards themselves so that they really got this idea really well. You did a great job of explaining how to use knives and they really enjoyed that lab. And then you want to repeat it again this semester. But then it could also be something like a hook activity or something that like gets them excited about learning something else. So maybe you had them read some articles that were relevant to them, or maybe they watched some short videos or YouTube videos that really got them excited about learning about measuring or something else. And so you want to reuse that idea again. And it's okay. You can totally reuse things. There's like nothing wrong with reusing something, especially if it's working. If your students are liking it. Jared's been really successful at when he gives direct instruction that he has students create a mini quiz themselves. So they write down questions and they get together in a group and they create a quiz and they they quiz each other on it and they decide which questions they want to keep. And then it kind of goes to the entire class and they go over potential questions based on what he taught and it works and he uses it all the time because it works. So find out what is working. What are your students engaged with? What are they excited about? Look at your gradebook, find out if students had a higher success rate or their proficiency level was higher on a certain standard and really dig into what was that that made them successful? And then how can you make that a process that is repeated? So when you are planning next semester, really, you're wanting to take all of your great things from last semester, no matter what class they were, and then you're just going to tweak them so that they fit into this next semester. And hopefully at that point, you have the majority of your semester planned. And then there's really only a small part that you need to come up with new ideas. So you're going to be really tapping into your genius, what you're already doing really well, what you're doing better than other teachers already, and utilizing that as you plan for next semester so that you're not starting from scratch. Okay, now that I spent a ton of time talking about repeating and reusing things, I do want to put in this plug for next year. So this is the time, this second semester especially, so going into this third term, fourth term, but really third term, you want your students thinking about taking your classes next year. So if they're lower classmen and there are potential of them taking additional classes from you, this is also a good time that as you are planning, you're kind of embedding some things that would get them excited 
excited to come again and take your class next year. So I did this a ton in my introduction to engineering design class. So they would learn how to use the 3D printers, but just they would make something really simple. And it would be something that like everyone would make and I would print them for everyone, but there wasn't like a whole ton of design in it. And it got them excited for next year because they would want to print more. And so I would let them know, oh, well, you would need to take this class, this advanced class, this advanced drafting class, or this mechanical engineering class, or some other class that we're going to be using the 3D printers more. So it got them excited for next year. And it was top of mind because you know that registration and course requests are right around the corner. So this is an optimal time to get them excited about what they're doing in your class and then let them know if you enjoyed this or this aspect of this class, this is what you would enjoy next. And you can do that multiple times. So if you have different classes that students could take, maybe you're starting at an introductory level class that could actually feed into several different ones, give them a taste of what is to come in those other classes to get them excited. Now, I do want to let you know too, if there's anything that you can do to have students make something that they are going to then show people, then this is a great time to do it as well. Because not only are you going to get them to sign up, but then you could get their friends to sign up for either the class that they're currently taking or be in the other class with their friends the next time. So another thing that I had done similar in that introduction to engineering design class is that they had to come up with a puzzle cube and then I had them go out and they had to try it out on their friends and they had to time them how long it would take. And then as they were doing that, kids would just naturally ask, what classes are you in? Like, why, why are you doing this? What are you doing here? Great way to start that conversation. I'm not doing any of the marketing myself. So I'm really like strategizing about getting students to ask those questions. But we all know that your students are going to be the best recruiters for your class. So this is a time that as you're going through and plugging in what you are going to be teaching this next semester, that you're also embedding things that will recruit your students for next year. So as we wrap up this episode, I just want to review some ways to save time while planning for next year. So the first and foremost is to use some sort of framework that can really just walk you through what to do first, second, third, and that is repeatable. Then the second way to save time is to repeat and reuse things from last semester that worked in any or all of your classes. And finally, the bonus tip that may not really be a time-saving tip, but a planning tip is to think about ways of embedding things to get your students excited about registering or requesting your courses for next year. If this episode was helpful to you, then it could be for others. So think about any of your colleagues or teacher friends out there who could benefit from what we talked about in this episode. So to help spread the word about this podcast, you can take a screenshot of this episode and then add it to your IG stories and tag me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week. 